Welcome to Tech Grubs. This is Tech Grubs 67 Revision B or Revision 2. I don't know. B. It is B. Okay. And we have with us, we have David Eastman. Say hello, David. Hello. Uh, we have Natalia. Hello. We have Nathan. Hi there. And we have Tom Morris. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> very nice. Okay, so subjects for today. Subjects very simple. Prism. Get <laughs> us <laughs> with it, uh, David Eastwood. Sorry, sorry, can I just interrupt and say, um, God. apparently this is news, that, that the government are listening to stuff on the internet? Yeah, before I, I, I knew that they weren't listening, now they are listening. So I'd like to say welcome to the government as well, if they're listening to this, or in the last month. Um, and we won't say anything bad about you, so, so there you go. Or anyone at GCHQ, or anyone in the NSA, uh, welcome America as well. <laughs> very, very glad to have all of you there. Do we so. need to? Do we need to give them a shout out? Give us some props. <laughs> you know, yeah. YOLO swag. You know, uh, just a quick story about GCHQ. Last year, when I was uh, live streaming the Hack Manchester event from Mosey, they were the guys from GCHQ were just packing down the uh, thing, and I had my camera there. And one of the guys said, are you recording this? And I said, no, I'm live streaming it. And he said, oh, that's good, as long as you don't record it, because, because I work for GCHQ, I, I, I don't like my photo taken being recorded. I said, no, I'm, I'm, live, I'm live streaming this. Um, and he was like, oh, good, as long as you're not recording it. And I thought, oh, I'll just go away. <laughs> I've, I've had similar problems with journalists. We had somebody at The Guardian who was like, yeah, you shouldn't be telling people about it. Like, you work for a fucking newspaper. <laughs> they didn't want so... any publicity. But yeah, um, uh, prison. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, the, 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 the new, the, the only new thing, given that we all assumed that they were um, they being GCHQ. <laughs> being everybody. And NSA and everybody else. Yeah, the, the only new thing is that they've admitted that there is a specific project and that, and that they have some back doors. In fact, that was the strange thing. The, the back doors of everyone saying from Facebook to Google, we have not given the government direct access. And they, saw, they all made exactly the same statements. We have not given direct access. We have not given direct access. So they've obviously given me yeah, direct access. Here's the thing. If you hang around the tech scene, for a couple of years, and you know people who work for big companies like um, uh, Guhu, um, Guhu, uh, 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 Facebing. I, I'm not naming any names, but like Facebing. <laughs> you, you just hang around with these people, and you get them drunk, and they will tell you, "Oh yeah, yeah, the NSA have got computers in our offices." Like it's an open fucking secret. Yeah, it's not. It's not the biggest sort of secret. I, I, I mean, what what's more interesting is what are they actually doing? I mean, I, I, from more normal statistical analysis, they have to take samples of normality. In other words, they need to take a daily sample of what normal looks like. So in the old days, they would have stop words against things like big bomb and terrorism and you know Islam or anything they didn't like, you know, which is obviously quite a few things. Now they, that doesn't work because that's not sophisticated enough. So they do take statistical samples of what normal looks like. Pinterest. And then try and, and, then try and work it. Yeah. Pinterest. <laughs> and then try and work out what strange looks like. So they can they, so they can spot interesting trends, like you know the run up to something bad happening, 
Um, I, <laughs> you reckon a terrible in, in all honesty, it does <laughs> It doesn't have actually any. It's no. There, there isn't actually any serious issue with that. Uh, the issue is, of course, like what happens if they just get bored and decide to read mails and die laughing and post them up on Facebook and say, "Hey, this guy's an idiot." So forth. Now, so let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you something. I okay. I was sleeping one day during all this thing, and I usually have podcasts on when I'm, when I'm sleeping. And I swear. Oh, this is really good to get you to sleep, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's excellent. Uh, I was listening to our one. I was listening to um, Security Now, and I swear uh, Steve Gibson said the reason why it's called Prism is because they're using, they're basically, um, they use prisms to, to kind of like, um, you know, reroutes or. Well, device. split the light beam, yeah. Yeah, split the light beam. Is that true? Um, well, the, yeah, because to... there's the green internet and the red internet, and they want to listen to the pink internet. <laughs> if, if you're doing network monitoring, you just use a tap, which taps off half the light signal coming down, um, which means that if your tap goes down, it doesn't interrupt the service um, of your of of the band of the bandwidth going through. Whereas if you kind of have a router which splits it off, if that router is a point that router is a single point of failure. So you, you are, if you are tapping something, you, just to monitor the uh, network and things, you know, like like geeks do, you know, uh, network uh, uh, sysadmins do. You you use a tap, and and some of them are very very simple. It's just it just like I say, it just splits off twenty five fifty percent of the light and uh, and taps into it. So I wasn't dreaming then when I heard that. No, no, okay. I, I listen to it. It's very it's it's very interesting. Though he didn't actually talk about the tap technology, and it isn't a prism because a prism. You use a prism to split the light into its component parts, whereas you yeah. don't want you don't this want to was, split it. You want to just capture half like, of it. I was like, well, if you do that, then surely you only get like the bit of porn and a bit of <laughs> bit of YouTube and nothing else. Like, you know, work anyway. Well, right, I, th I think the term prism comes from the fact they've been having too many drugs and they've been looking at strange hippie things from the 60s and like kaleidoscopes. I think it has actually no, nothing Steve to do with anything. It's, it's, didn't you drops. No, didn't you see it was well-timed? Because um, uh, uh, Dark Side of the Moon was finally released on <laughs> iTunes the same that week. That must be it. Yeah, that that's prism, exactly what uh, I was it's, it's all a transmedia experience. But the like, Dark Side of the Moon, you know that prism image? That, that, was, mm. that was developed like, like hundreds of years ago mm. um, by Newton. Uh, not specifically that that image, and it, there's there's stained glass windows in um, in chapels and churches. With basically, if you looked at it, you'd say, "Why is this church got a dark side of the moon <laughs> kind of <laughs> lo logo on the window?" It, it's, got, it's got nothing well, to do. With also, that. listen to dub side of the moon. That's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So and don't watch Dark of the Moon, the Transformers movie. Just just leave that one. So it's can we wrap up Prism by saying, yeah, it's bad. The government are uh, looking into all our stuff. They probably shouldn't be doing that. And nothing we could possibly say is going to stop them from doing that. Precisely, yeah. Um, so, you know, getting ourselves worked up into a massive, creepy lather about it is essentially completely pointless. But it so makes some that... tweets. So the way, the way around that is for everybody, um, when they send an email out, have an automatic program which sends out 10 other emails as well, or 9 other emails, to just 
just nine or, or, or ten random people in your address book or other people and then they run a program which scans them and looks for kind of keywords and things and just deletes the ones which aren't uh, which no, isn't no, meant no. to be I, so I, then every email so, so you just ten times so there's not a pattern because every the, the GCHQ don't know which your real emails are and which your, which your fake ones are and if everybody just spammers do no, no, because the person, the person on the other end, just has like a, a, a plug-in Gmail filter, which just filters out all the unwanted ones and only accepts the the uh, the wanted ones. You see. Oh right. Well, if the NSA can't work that out, then they're not worth the money. So. So no, I've got I've got a better way of doing it, which is you just set up a script which automatically loads random porn from Tumblr. <laughs> so they basically like. You know, some some bureaucrat somewhere in the government is having to read <laughs> yet another gay sex blog dot tumblr dot Fuck yeah, penises dot <laughs> No, no, the, the reason why I said my idea, I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, everybody should just encrypt their emails. But you, when you you when you send the email, all the meta, none of the metadata is encrypted. It's just the content which is encrypted. Whereas if you sent ten encrypted emails out for every. Um, Every one that you really wanted to send out, it would mess up the patterns and things. So it kind mm -hmm. of, uh, yes, you encrypt it, but you also need to send out um, a couple of hundred other ones. And you uh, just I, should, I, should, I should point out if you don't normally encrypt email, then you suddenly do, that's a bit of a flag. So I'm just sorry, talking from a telco, don't do that if you don't want attention. Just even always encrypt or never do it. No, don't no, exactly. That's what I mean. Oh, I'll encrypt this one. No, everybody should encrypt all their mail. Everyone every should encrypt time, all the time. Every yeah. time they, every time they send out an email, yeah. ten yeah. to a hundred, just a random number should also be sent. So you, so, and that's completely randomised as well. So the NSA slash GCHQ never know which who you're actually sending your message to or what the actual content of the message is. I think you'll annoy people like that, but I agree that would work. That, that's quite fun. So oh, what's uh, that's a project that? um, which I want to make. So if 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 there's any coders listening, uh, just contact Nathan Ray on Twitter, and uh, and I'll add you to my long list of things that I'm never going to get around to do. <laughs> which, like and, net reflector or something it should be called. <laughs> or anti prism. Yeah, and, and prism, and, which is where you're going to go if you do that. <laughs> what's what's this fairy lights? It, it's just a big, fa a, a, a massive load of fairy lights that you've wrapped around the prism, just to, just to fuck things up. Make it look pretty, huh? Pretty prism. Yeah, pretty. especially if they're blinking. Oh man! So what does my LA five said? GCHQ have gone out of control. <laughs> I hadn't seen, so seen that story. I should have used a new line before that to set it off. Wait, what? Is it not on the... Um, the yeah, no, it's on there. Yeah, I just didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> guys, didn't wow. you see that story? FBI arrests two men accused of plotting to kill Barack Obama with homemade X-ray weapon. That, Call, that calling is bullshit. Calling, the calling best bullshit. I've ever seen. It's brilliant. Well, you're, you're calling bullshit on the fact that he can make a home raid X-ray weapon. Yeah, well, it's, it's like me saying, here's, here's, here's my plans for making a time machine so I can go back to the 2009 inauguration and kill the president. And, like, I'm going to get arrested for that? Well, you have to actually, you know, that's not actually a real thing, is it? So, <laughs> um, This guy just wanted to make this weapon, which he had no idea how to do. So the FBI said, 
Well, and obviously the FBI just came in and pretended to be like working with them. Yeah, no we'll try such this thing. It's it's not a weapon which exists. Well, that's why the FBI are helping him. Because they thought, yeah, go ahead. Who else do you want to include? It's what they're gonna do. What they're gonna do is they're gonna they're gonna give him like fifty charges and and try and and leverage him to, to just have like a plea deal so that he can then go and work for the FBI and build the X-ray weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a brilliant story. Yeah. Oh man. And I like the fact that everyone he contacted just shot him. Wait, Who wants wait, to kill wait. the Sorry. enemies of Israel? Oh, no, here's the best bit. Here's the best bit. He goes to a synagogue to discuss <laughs> how he wants to kill the president because they are, you know, because it's he's he's an enemy of Israel, which, you know... Because he's a Muslim, as you know. <laughs> um, and then, when the synagogue aren't interested, he goes to the KKK. <laughs> and they shot him as well! They shot him as well! <laughs> like, when you're mad enough, the, the KKK are turning you in. No <laughs> trouble. Oh, right. But, but on, on the serious side of this subject, what the FBI are doing now to catch terrorists, terrorists is they're going into communities, finding vulnerable people, helping to radicalize the people, then mm. saying, oh, oh, do you want to take it a step further? And they're like, oh, okay then. And then say, right, well, here's some bomb-making things and some bombs, and, and then they sell it, and then they, and then they get these people and say, oh, this is, a big, um, this is a big success for the FBI. They do, they do it all the time. I'm worried um, that our connection's going to get cut off soon. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is all out in the open. There was a great um, NPR story um, a, a while ago about uh, an FBI informer who went into a, uh, this community of mosques and it was getting so extreme that the people in the mosque turned him in and said, "Look, this, turned him into the FBI and said, look, this guy's getting too, um, you know, getting too extreme.' And the 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 thing in that the thing in that thing. Uh, story is that as soon as you talk to an FBI agent, you're talking to the federal government, and if you lie or say anything untruthful to an FBI agent, it's a federal offense. Oh, and so, they, so they would get these people in and say, what happened at this meeting? And one person would give one version, one person would give a slightly different version, and then they'd be able to play the people off and say, well, who's giving us the correct version? If you're the wrong person, you'll have a federal offense against you. And, and again, this is what they're doing with the NSA. If they are suspicious about someone, they'll just go back in time, look at all this, all this material that they have, and find an offense. Because so, we're, all, we're all criminals. So one thing I wanted to ask, actually, before we move on to another subject. There are, there are other subjects, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, every, every, every subject <laughs> is prison. <Yeah. laughs> um, I wanted to think about the guy who... Um, Who's currently is he hiding in Hong Kong? Snowden, they, yeah. No, he's he, moved to Russia now. He, yes. they, he's he's, he's, in, he's in transit. Ecuador. On his way to yes. Ecuador, yeah. Good Ecuador. idea. So, I was like, he's hiding in Hong Kong, really? Is that the best place to be? No, well, did you see the Did you see the wire from Hong Kong? Did you see what they said? <laughs> no. That was fantastic. They, they basically said. Um, the paperwork wasn't right, so we couldn't arrest him and we've had to let him go. And on the bottom, there was a paragraph saying, and it's come to our attention that somebody in the US might have been tapping our um, internet <laughs> over here and would like to know what's happened about that. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> it literally says that on the, on the bottom of the, uh, oh. the uh, communique or, or memo from, from the Hong Kong um, authorities. Of course, that's pointless because the Americans don't get irony, so they won't 
They were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are they being rude or something? Well, the ironic yeah. thing is that he's being he's being arrested for not wanting to spy on anybody illegally. I know anymore. that's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> Refusing to spy. Okay, I think we really don't have anything to say. I mean, nobody has, as Tom says. No one has anything to say about this because what can you do? Well, you can send encrypted emails to 100 people at once when you're no, on the stop it. You can vote Ron Paul. Vote for Ron Paul, that works. <laughs> that, that will cause so many new problems. It will forget the old ones. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, we, we could talk about Ian's my life. My baby has now fallen asleep on my chest, by the way, so if you hear some very cute snoring sounds in a minute, that's my baby snoring. Okay. It's <laughs> not the NSA inside your baby. <laughs> so, um, we can Ian, about... your love life. Next oh. topic. Well, no, but more really is that um, I've been watching the Channel 4 mating season. Um, I've been meaning to download some Linux ISOs. <laughs> I can lend you some of those. I believe they actually had an episode in, involving lesbians, which is slightly worrying, considering I, I, I didn't know that they even dated. Sorry. I didn't know they existed. So I should watch it stuff more often. It's a myth! It's a myth! We've got it a myth. Um, no. Yeah, no, I, I, well, I, I mean, I think it's, it's actually quite good. Not, not bad. It's not. It, I expected something really bad, and it was actually reasonably good. So, and I've also signed up to the buddy that um, first dating, dating thing. What's this? You need to give us some context because you uh, should be the only person who's actually watched this. Right. I said I wasn't going to, and I haven't earned a lot by a lot since the. The year, the year of making love. Whatever the hell happened to that? Um, if you're uh, doing it for a whole year, <laughs> you need to lay off the Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you even did it wrong or really, really right. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, since that, um, that whole disaster, uh, which, I, which did not last a year, that's for sure. Um, I decided never, ever, ever, ever to go on a dating show. On TV ever again. Um, Until but, now. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I love people saying, I'll never do something. Mate. All of us are saying, we'd never do it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So basically, the idea is that you, um, they have like an hour long show and they, they follow, they watch um, first dates happening in the restaurant. They set up the restaurant. I assume that every, everyone, everyone in the restaurant is. On a first date, they kind of pick the, the couples and then they they kind of like just um, watch the conversations go, and they pick the most interesting ones. Um, it's it's reasonably interesting, um, I think. Um, but obviously, I've been on first dates a lot, so so anyway, the idea is that you can interact by um, so I'm doing little air quotes um, because if you see someone that you quite like um, and their date didn't go very well, you can go on a, a date with them. The week after, and you can be recorded. Wow, stalkatastic! That's brilliant. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Isn't it weird? Um, um, so you literally watch somebody else's date go badly, and no. then you say, "Oh, I want some of that." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that way, but yes, it kind of is like that. Wow. Yeah. That's... 
weird. Guess <laughs> so, so you're really gonna say? Go on. No, no. That's just. I mean, that proves romance isn't dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've signed up anyway. Romance isn't dead. It's just on Channel Four. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you might see me next week on there, maybe. Although I've not actually had anything back yet, so. <coughs> I, I'm I will pick you. So, 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 so is it is it live then, or is it? It's not live. They recorded it the day before. Oh, right, okay. So it's so Ian, Ian, if if you if you end up going on it, yeah, it, you're gonna spend. The, the the date discussing who pays. <laughs> like uh, it'd be compelling I, viewing. Will you pay in Bitcoin? <laughs> Bitcoin. Actually there are pub there are there are now pubs there is now a pub in London which Member takes Bitcoin. Takes Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh. And that guy who runs it's pretty cool. And all you have to do is leave your computer mining Bitcoin for three weeks and you'll be able to buy a pint. Excellent value. <laughs> How much electricity is that? Um, well, um, okay, so I forgot what I was going to say now. Um, yeah. You're going to be I've, famous again. I've, I decided to do it. Oh, no, you already are, sorry. <laughs> well, I decided that you know, what? what's the worst that can happen? Because it looks like, okay, I'm maybe wrong, it doesn't look like a setup, it looks like they're actually just having, not of having single dates. Um, and they do get the couples together, but um, you can, you're, you're in kind of like control of your own destiny. So yes, you could say something stupid, which someone did, um, or you can say something really dull and you're just background fodder. So... You know, if I meet someone interesting, then great. If I not, who knows? I had a. I, I assume also. Oh yeah, sorry. I assume that the, that Channel Four pays. Ooh, that's, a, that's the new Excellent. answer. I, I assume yes. <laughs> Actually, in one of the dates, uh, not not the first date show, but the other date show, um, the woman stole the guy's wallet and paid with his, paid for the meal with his wallet with his money. Classy. Is that is that worse than like taking a Groupon deal thingies on the Friday? Oh, that is pretty bad, isn't it? We're probably about as low as each other. That reminds that reminds me. I actually saw the the weirdest um uh Groupon I've ever seen. Oh, um, really? uh, can you guess we in the Philippines, Philippines version of Groupon. Uh, you can get a um, you can get a seventy six percent off a circumcision. What? Oh, yeah. Does that have to be done in a group though? Um, <laughs> let me just. I've got the link here actually. Yeah, uh, circumcision um, uh, up to seventy six percent off, and you sort of think, well. Surely, if you're gonna do it, you need to go 100%. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't think you want to do 100% off. That sounds quite painful. Oh, oh. I don't even want to think about it. And, and the best bit, the best bit, limit one per customer. Oh. 
Me too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, wow, it's still up. Wow, I just, I, you know, I, anyway, so, so that's, that's that. Um, right, what's the next topic? Oh, that's yes. Need the pad. The Microsoft back down on the X, Xbox One concept or project. Yeah, that, that was just Microsoft being a bit slow and clearly having dreadful customer relations and having no idea what's going on in the world. Because they didn't need to introduce any of that stuff, and they just didn't seem to notice how incredibly bad it was. I, I think again, this is like obviously this is every, I suppose sort of every three four years now or whatever the cycle is, it's who goes first, Sony or or Microsoft, and obviously who goes first when they announce as a bit of a disadvantage because the next guys go, oh, we'll change our announcement to double the amount of memory or or to or to Not reduce the quality or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that happens every. That happens all the time. I mean, I assure you that happened this time as well. Um, so I think I think Microsoft are just foolish. Um, they, they don't have some secret evil plans. They're just foolish. Um, but there is there is a serious it. there is a serious privacy concern about yeah microphone that's always on. Well, I like the fact that in the same week that they announced the new Xbox, which has the micro, the microphone and uh, uh, what should we call it the the cameras in the um, fucking thing, which the name of which has eluded me because I've had half connect, connect, yeah. connect. Um, they've had that, and then all across London, Microsoft have got you know posters up saying, "We really care about your privacy." Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, no, I think the I think the always on and the I think the the two issues are there's one that's the always on camera and microphone thing of the of the connect uh, and um, then there's the always on checking the games and then there's the games being locked up so you can't resell them and things. Yeah, those um, are all there's, different. Yeah. yeah, there's kind of three different issues there. The, 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 the sell thing concerned everybody early on because they heard the rumor that perhaps they wouldn't be able to put things through the second-hand market. And then they got confused with the term DRM, forgetting that every one of these platforms are, of course, by definition DRM, for God's sake. So it's, a question of, it's always a question of whether they allow you to, do, to have a second-hand market in the first place. Um, and that's always right. And, and that's, the, that's the thing. Sony said exactly the same thing. They said, of course you can trade second-hand games, but it's up to the individual game publishers to decide what their policy is going to yeah. be. And, yeah. and so the, actually Sony and Microsoft are, are ending up at almost exactly the same point, but from a different starting position. And yeah, I mean, ha- had Microsoft been aware of that, they're both Sony spinning it in well. different ways. Yeah, and um, uh, and uh, so so if you separate those three things, the always on connection or the checking in once a day connection to play games, I'm glad they've dropped that. The always on camera and microphone is that still around? Or are they dropping that as well? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think that might stay around for a bit because I think they've had agreements with third parties to check the number of people playing the game and turn it off if you don't have enough licenses and so forth, and also to take statistics. So they may have. A, I don't know how quickly they can change that because I think they've stupidly got arrangements with other people but you know hey you'll be able to see what sort of people are playing yeah well people. I think that is just the I, I don't know why there's not more backlash against that than it was against the game sales and then then the third one with the second hand game sales and buying discs and selling discs I to be honest I'm with Microsoft on that one <laughs> I, I wish that discs didn't exist it should, uh, or 
it, the disc should, should hold the data for the game, and anybody should be able to copy that and pass it around. But if you want to play the game, you need to you need to kind of pay a software as a service license. Is, is the way I think it should go. Yeah, again, this is so they can support a place like Game and Game Store or GameStop in the states. I mean, obviously, who the hell cares about disc? I mean, it's it, it's it's one yeah. of these things again. Third third hand parties they have to support the shops because they're major distributors. Although they probably don't need them anymore, so some of these things, some of these things don't make any sense by the time they come down the line, but make perfectly good sense at the time that they did them. Probably. This is what I don't get: is just the whole thing has become completely, kind of ridiculously overpriced. I mean, like, what's the the new Xbox? They were saying it's going to be four two nine on launch, um, and the uh, the the. PS4 is going to be a bit less than that, so like 399 350. or... Three, yeah, 350 pounds. 350, okay, so this is... Yeah. Even so, right? This is pound right. sterling, people. Yeah, so 350 or, or 429 for an Xbox, and then you add on to the top of that, the games are like 40 quid minimum, probably 50 or 60 quid. Like, there were, were sources saying that there, there were Amazon listings of $100 for Xbox One games. And then people say, oh, but that's just a temporary price which they put in there as a placeholder. I don't particularly give a shit, but the, the, the thing is is that the video gaming used to be one of the, the great things about games was the fact that it was actually economically much better than movies and you know loads of other um, entertainment. You, you got a console for... 100, 200 quid, and then you got games for 30 quid or whatever, and you could play them for fucking ages, much, much longer than you would uh, watch a DVD. And now you get you got your 400 quid for your console, 50 quid for the games, then you got a shit ton of DLC, and then you've got a fucking Xbox Live subscription. It stopped being a fun thing. You, It started becoming a, a fucking expensive hobby. And like a lot of people are just going to say, "Eh, fuck that." Well, like, certainly teenagers he... don't have the money for that. Well, well, I mean, during the Xbox release, it didn't even seem clear whether Xbox were interested in games anymore because most of the time okay. they were sort of doing the multimedia stuff. Like, Look, yeah, you TV. Can... You need to buy. You need to buy a four hundred yeah. quid Xbox to attach to your TV so you can watch TV. And then you can download and stream films. And it was quite some time for. Oh yes, and we do games too because they want to take over the living room or something. But, I don't know. <laughs> General multimedia devices, games, and like. Ooh, aliens. Yeah, so my my uh, my new invention is the uh, Half Life or uh, uh, gaming uh, payment plan. The Half Life gaming what? Yeah, so um, it's for payment because most of the time there's a massive upfront cost of paying fifty quid, forty, fifty, sixty quid for a game, um, and, and then that and then that's it. So the way I say it is, um, you should pay a, a monthly fee of like twenty pounds for the first month. And then, and then the half life for the next month, you pay ten pounds, and then the month after that, you play, you pay uh, five pounds, and then if you ever stop paying, playing, you just stop paying. That's an interesting idea. So you would actually carry on playing in ad for item if you really continue playing all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I know some games that you you buy, well, I've played some games, I should say that you, you play them through once, and it only takes you like two weeks, or you know, depends on how much spare time you have to play them through. And after that, there's there's not really much to do. And then there's no other games like uh, yeah. uh, you keep playing and playing and playing, and and there's there's no um, there seems to be at the moment there seems to be no um, what am I trying to say? 
incentive for the for the game makers uh, built into the cost structure to to make a game which you can get months and months of play out of. Well, I mean that's what they try to do with DLC. Although I, I do like the idea of um, Half Life. I mean, the only problem is you don't want to sort of say it hey, like they sell you sunglasses. Really cool. They sell you fucking sunglasses and monocles to put on your character. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. it's completely cynical, <laughs> and it's just because fanboys will lap that shit up and throw money at them. Oh yes. yes. So, um, but when, but when the games, the, when the games out new, you have the Half Life at like uh, three, three months or whatever. So mm. you pay uh, whatever. But then when the game is um, a couple of years old, you set the Half Life for um, three, three days. So, so the price drops off a lot quicker. I, I mean, the reality is, you you must be right. Um, because that's exactly what Steam do. They just like they'll re- they'll reduce the price each sort of quarter season. So they'll suddenly have a Steam sale, and you'll find that something's gone down about half price, then half the game. So that obviously does work somehow. That's already how it sort of works with games. But, but you only pay it the once, and then you've got it in your library with Steam, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, well, so I was thi- yeah, I was thinking like it, 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 each game you you kind of buy it as like a bit like a software as a service, but you don't pay the same amount. For every game, every month, the the price of the game drops off. Actually, I quite like the idea of saying but if you, you stop playing it, you can match for Half Life with different elements. Like this game's like Thorium and so forth. This game's like Strontium. You know, it's just a, how how what sort of Half Life curve does it follow? Yeah, quite yeah, good. yeah. Yeah, that'd be quite nice. This one's Carbon Twelve or whatever. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've lost everyone else. They don't care. And then the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. but, okay. see, the thing is, I thought you were going to have a rumour about Half-Life 3, so I'm a bit disappointed you weren't going to say, I know something about Half-Life 3, because that, like, that will be interesting. <laughs> but that's just mythical. No, so, so, like, anyway, if there's any mathematicians and, um, and uh, game theory experts out there that want to just map out my idea and see how it runs in the, in the real world, just get in touch, because I'm going to add that to the list of projects, which I uh, have an idea and never get around to. <laughs> But at least that arrested. You, you, so you get equity. Work. You get equity, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that's a safer project because I can see you, I can see you keeping out of prison with that one. That, that's fine. Do we want to talk about Reddit? It's a wonderful website. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, but who put that on there? By Reddit, way? Reddit, and the, the Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. Reddit. Oh, I love Reddit. So, Kickstarter rape manual. It wasn't manual. a rape manual. It, it's it's apparently quite difficult to rape, so you have to get a manual. <laughs> Read the fucking manual. No, it, no it's a it's a dating um uh, uh fucking whatever they're called. Ian, what you, you know what these people are? Ian, uh, this one, he's a pickup artist. No, I'm not a pickup. <laughs> I'm not a pickup artist. You seem to hone, hone your skills at different events and um, read books. No, hold on, no, hold on. Sort of... No, no, no. no. What he's I'm not saying, exactly. Thank you very much, Tom. Okay, you have to understand. Pickup artists are successful. Oh, a band seduction guys after backlash over funding rape manual. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just negging you, Ian. Don't worry. Oh, oh, really? You see his little finger waving? That's a YouTube Morris. Sorry, I can't see it. I'm waving my little finger. 
yeah. when, when it comes down to subjects like that, like with the Kickstarter and things, uh, I think finger. it's weird. Uh, I heard a really uh, good report this week on the uh, Pod Delusion about this app which tries to de-gayify you. I don't know if any of you uh, heard oh, that. <laughs> well, funny you mentioned that. You're funny, I said. And and so uh, and that person said, "What did you say at the end? It's weird that you um that that there's a big stink over it when it's on one platform, but when it's a website or a book, nobody cares." And I think that's the same with Kickstarter because it's on Kickstarter, everybody's up in arms about it. But yet there's websites and books about it. Sure, all but over I mean, place. like in that situation, I mean, it, there's there's a kind of you know there's an issue there of. Well, what does Kickstarter allow? That's kind of up to the community of people who use Kickstarter to kind of lobby and make their point. There isn't a consistency issue there when people say, well, okay, well, you know, on Kickstarter's platform, content that was being produced for a book is being treated differently from how if it was being produced for an app or a, or a movie or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what to think about it. Uh this material encourages misogynistic behaviour and is inconsistent with our mission of funding creative works. I don't well, it also, uh, the two concepts. It was also encouraging people to break the law because it was describing how to commit sexual assault and that this is okay because uh, apparently that's what women really like. That would be a reasonable reason to stop it on its own. I don't, I don't know what this mission of creating funding works has got to do with anything. If they well, just want to stop it. They're, they're oh, that's just their PR. If I were a platform, I wouldn't want to. Um, I wouldn't want to allow any material that encourages law breaking, no matter what this law breaking is. Yeah, yeah that, that that is a, a good point. Um, and I think it's it's one of those things where it's kind of a bit weird because, on one hand, they've probably done the right thing in in pulling the pulling the funding down. Although they pulled it down too late that the guy's actually got all the funding, so it's sort of now somewhat redundant. It's kind of a political statement, or it doesn't actually make any practical difference because the dude's got the money. Um, well, that's a Kickstarter risk thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's to do um, with Kickstarter. That's nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But, but it's kind of a bit of a weird one. It's just that... I mean, the other thing that's weird about it is that Kickstarter claimed to have, like, if you put something up on Kickstarter, they they claim to, you know, they uh, they say that they're actually going to, you know, they do put it through some kind of process to decide whether yeah. or not to put it on the site. Well, they did do that with this, but the the, the content that was that was that they realised was in it was actually on a on a forum somewhere else that somebody mm. linked to later. So when they put the information up originally and got the Thing passed. It did look more like a, a dating book, uh, yeah. more than a pickup artist book, if you know what I mean. And more, and more than a lesson of a rape manual. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's weird yeah. what we put up with. If you go back and watch the f the first um, uh, James yeah. Bond film, or, or one of the first ones, he's in a he's in hospital. He comes onto the nurse. She says no, and he pushes it, and she says no, and kind of walks off. Then he gets trapped in a a. a, a a heat room and almost dies and she comes and lets him out and then he pretends that it was her fault and she says oh please don't tell my bosses um, I'll get fired so he kind of comes on to her again and basically rapes her and um, and that's the hero of the hero of the story um, yeah but I think the difference that, that, is that, that's that historically was... accurate though that's what used to happen yeah that is but it's, um, I mean, that was many many decades ago and 
you know, we don't we don't accept that yeah. that's attitudes have changed, and also should be there's, now. And there's a difference between a non-fiction book that's telling guys to go out and yeah. potentially, you know, and and a film which is kind of fictional. I think James Bond is kind of fictional. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That has real death rays and heat rays, you know. Obviously, it still kind of perpetuates the rape culture, you know. Where yeah, that's that's like... what I mean. And he, there was a film a couple of years ago, um, The Boat That Rocked. And in that scene, there was a, a guy who got a woman in bed, and then he was going out of the room and telling another guy to then go back into the room and have sex with this girl who he'd got drunk and kind of warmed up with um, this other guy. Wait, 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 wait. I was watching that today. That, okay, to be fair, that was, um, that was once again, um, a kind of a fictional look back at the 60s when it's not right, and, and I'm not offended it, but unfortunately, things like this did kind of happen. Oh yeah. yes, I'm sure. I'm sure they did kind of happen, um, and um, but kind of putting those, putting like the hero of the stories out there without having like a, 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 any any comment. What I'm saying is that all these films and all these things that kind of promote or not promote but but show this are all on the same platforms. Uh, you can buy these films by well, from Apple, but they won't have a. A, a, an app which says something similar, or or a, or a book which says something similar. But I think there is a huge difference between you know telling a story and maybe not commenting on the character's character and maybe not criticizing it enough. And there is a difference between uh, funding a book which straight up says you can take your dick out and you can put her hand on it and that's a perfectly acceptable behavior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that is not, not not just perfectly, not just perfectly acceptable, but uh, but will actually be uh, welcomed. Yeah. In fact, you're and, paying and this yeah, for spreading this information. And this is sexual assault, and you know, yeah. this is basically mm. calling for people to commit sexual assault in the name of dating. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'd completely agree. Anyway, it's free speech and closed platforms. So whenever they come together, there's always going to be this discussion of where the boundaries lie. Well, the other thing is that, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 shitty, and I'm glad that uh, that Kickstarter aren't doing it. I mean, it's a sensible decision on their part because you know uh, it makes their platform um, you know more reasonable. And and I have a funny feeling that on the free speech front, there's going to be plenty of people who will fund this Kickstarter or not, and there'll be plenty of people who buy it Kickstarter or not, and that's sad. And there's plenty of projects now that are effectively Kickstarters, but don't put themselves on Kickstarter. That's yeah, there's, there's there's Indiegogo, there's a porn one, the name of which eludes me, which you could actually fund gay Mormon porn through. Isn't that Indie Come oh. Come, not Indiegogo, or is that just a bad joke? Um, that's quite a bad joke. That's, that's fairly bad. I say having made numerous bad jokes in this episode. Um... <laughs> But the other thing is, I, I don't see not a groan for me, and that's what I was waiting looking for. I don't see why anyone would want to read it. Like there's shit tons of those books already, and they're already all rubbish. Yeah, um, no, I was, was putting at the the Pirate Bay top ebooks, uh, top ten, because that's always full of those. Frankly, uh, I haven't seen that. Books. Um, yeah, I actually the, the 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 worrying ones is you. I've read I read one a while back. Which actually, literally, was suggesting that um, that uh, 
that they should get rid of the vote for women. <laughs> and it was from some, and I, I like, wow. I was reading it, and it was, it was to the point where I was like, these guys have got to be, like, this has got to be satire, right? Jeez, <laughs> wow. um, so this. Oh, yeah. Well, we this, just keep uh, on moving forwards. The, the, when the when the the, the satire one, uh, the, the the one that comes to mind was the guy who oh who was it who wrote Gulliver's Travels? Uh, he Swift. wrote a Oliver Swift. I think he wrote a pamphlet about how um, the, the uh, yes Irish, the modest proposal the modest proposal about how the Irish should uh, have lots of children um, and then they can use them to eat later on and things. And it, it it was it's very shocking. Even when you read it now, it's very shocking. But he lays it out in such a in such a well argued way, and it is complete parody. Um, but it was um, it's it's it, Poe's law um, applied to uh, to dating manuals. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the sad thing is, is that wow. I've actually read I've read blogs from some of the pickup artists. But they take it right. seriously, and and some of them yeah. are like. Crazy, crazy fucking people. Um, although, actually, I have to say, um, the I think the the only the best way to deal with those guys it has to be um, uh, just humour. Like, has anyone seen um, uh, fedoras of okc.tumblr.com? No. What? So it's uh, fedoras fedoras of okc uh, fedoras of okay cupid, and it's basically it's. They, somebody has noticed that if it's a picture of a guy wearing a fedora, he's usually going on about how he's being friend zoned or like all the standard like pickup oh. artist complaints. Oh. My favourite one is if you go onto page two of fedoras of okc.tumblr.com, I'll put a link yeah. actually in the uh, in the pirate pad channel. That we use internally. I'm sh I'm showing showing how the the show secretly works behind the scenes. Oh, that's a bolt. Um, secret. Uh, the um. Doesn't know them, of course. You like this? Uh, <laughs> his his okay Cupid profile has. I'm really good at getting put in the friend zone. Quote: As a classy man, I must always use a proper spelling and grammar. Um, the six things I could never do without: one, My Little Pony. Two, my collection of fedoras. Three, my gun collection. <laughs> Four, my knife collection. Five, my suit collection. Six, I couldn't think of a sixth thing, so I'm going to put my little pony again. I really enjoy it. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. He's a keeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with with oh, the, gun, just, the guns I've just got and onto it now. Yeah. That is just amazing. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. imagine why he keeps getting put in the friend zone. <laughs> I really cannot but it's amazing. It's all guys bitching about how they're getting put in the friend zone, how they're a really oh. nice guy, and then they're all wearing fedoras. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Wow. Wow. Um, I think that is, it, that's the way to deal with these things. Is just m ruthlessly mock. Um, well, I'm all up for that. Yeah. <laughs> there is actually, I think, on one of the later pages, there's a guy who's who his okay Cupid profile says something like, "I realise that uh, fedora wearing has become associated with being a creep. I've decided to change that." 
Wow. Okay. Right. The, the only thing I would say... Right. Move it on. These, these, so just uh, the only thing I would say is to kickstart and all the people that, that have sites and want the policies, I think they ought to sort of make them into just sort of outsource them like get satisfaction because it, to me it looks like they just make things up on the spot. They go, uh, Kickstarter is committed to a culture of respect, which just sounds like a random statement. They may as well outsource this to a default, you know, respectful culture uh, understood from day one. So they don't have to make things up on the go, you know, like, we think this is incompatible with, and then mention something that has no connection with what they're talking about. And oh, then, so the, well, I mean, the thing is, it's great, but it's random. And I don't believe was, Kickstarter cares. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because, like, it was really strange, like, when first uh, they responded to the whole issue, they were like, yeah, technically it didn't breach any of our guidelines. Well... Well, but you have the power to change your guidelines at any given point, and like especially there's a uh, call into breaking the law. Like I think it's absolutely reasonable that you respond to it in any way you see appropriate, and don't have to just you know just look at your guidelines. And this is like Facebook, who one minute go, yeah, it's free speech, and next go, next minute go, yeah, we need to ban this because it's unacceptable. I think, well, you've turned. No, I mean, it's nice that you responded, but it'd be better off, given that you clearly are making up on the spot and have no idea, outsource it to a third party. I said, like, get satisfaction and let someone else deal with it who's thought about it, um, other than having your lawyers do it, <clears throat> which I think is just a little bit more expensive and not really very truthful. Okay, we move on to the last subject. San Francisco Google bus. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and we're actually doing this as a subject. What the fuck is this? So, yes. so, so, here's the thing, right? So, uh, I, there's a bit of backstory to this. So, like, for the last couple of weeks, there's been a kind of discussion going on about like whether or not the the Silicon Valley uh, tech community, startup community in San Francisco. Uh, kind of have an, uh, a problematic relationship with the rest of um, the um, you know with other people in in San Francisco, and there's whether it's they're like guilty of gentrification um, and kind of you know dickishness and and like there was a there was a post about how like, lots of people are annoyed with the Google buses, so Google like a lot of Silicon Valley companies lay on um, uh, coaches which go from downtown San Francisco out to Silicon Valley, um, you know, out to Mountain View, to the, to the Google campus, um, not to Google campus in Shoreditch, because that's a different thing. Um, uh, but, um, and, and there was a kind of incident where some guy was getting off the bus and... Um, you know these buses kind of they 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 stop in the public bus stops and then there's this kind of slightly strange feeling of oh well you know the special people get to go on the Google bus and the ordinary proletariat get to go on the public bus and there's a kind of thing there and he was getting off this bus and 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 this this Googler uh, chucked a um, suitcase and it just hit this elderly woman on the head um, he just completely didn't see it and then this post. This post just said, you know, this is kind of representative of the relationship of Silicon Valley to San Francisco. They just don't see the ordinary people. Or, or um, that guy was just an idiot with a suitcase. Well, yeah, but it, it, this was kind of the conclusion of a long article with lots and lots of incidents of kind of 
people talking about the problems of gentrification and the kind of us and them culture between kind of local Silicon Valley people and people who've come to Silicon, who sorry, local San Francisco people and people who've come to San Francisco to be part of either big companies like Google oh, or tech startups. San Francisco was some really rough area that has been improved because that isn't the case. So um, I'm, well, I'm, I'm already having difficulty with that. And, anyway, and busing so, people to campuses is normal all over the world. I mean, Sky did it near me. Because, yeah. Like, anyway, so know. there was there was a piece in um, uh, there was a piece in that was linked to Hacker News today, everyone's favorite news website, um, and it was talking about how um, you know there's this growing discord between the tech community and and kind of local residents, um, and it was saying you know. Uh, it, it quoted um, a, a photo that had been posted on Instagram of um, of some graffiti, uh, which somebody had just scrawled "fuck your startup." Um, in a, in a, That's in probably a, the name of a startup, though, isn't it? That's probably well, got exactly on on the thread. Somebody said somebody's registered "fuck your startup." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, one of the things that they were saying is, you know, this this. Um, this uh, response in the San Francisco Chronicle, which was linked to Hacker News, said, "You know, you know, there's a. Uh, it shows, you know, there's um, um, you know, there's a uh, th these people are getting. Yeah, they they say, oh, you know, there's a soft xenophobia applied to a sector rather than a race, um, to some cohesive elite tech class that doesn't exist outside our own minds, and it cites how um, there was a, a group of protesters who." Um, uh, let out their rage on a pinata shaped like a Google bus. Um, <laughs> oh, this is pathetic! Wow. And 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 they said, you know, this uh, seems sadly impotent and uncomfortably close to violence. And then this, if the tag on Valencia had read "fuck immigrants" or that pinata was made to represent a transvestite, quite how you specifically make something look like. Somebody who's dressing up as—they uh, didn't quite think that one through. Anyway, <laughs> would San Francisco's famously progressive citizens be posing next to it or clapping along? And it's like, so what you're saying is that um, people who are slightly disgruntled about the shittiness of certain employees of big companies—that they are now a persecuted class alongside immigrants and trans people. Yeah, there is a huge difference between laughing at people who are holding all the cards and basically have all the power and control yeah. and privilege, and between attacking minorities. There's and uh, and I just and this has all come about because they have their own bus. Because no, it's not it just that, but also things like the rising rents. Um, you know, uh, kind oh, of... get real. That happens everywhere. What is up with these people? Um... It's kind of gentrification but without social responsibility because they're there for a couple of years and they make a load of money and they fuck off and then they leave the community that's existing. What, what do you think Londoners think about bankers then? Jesus Christ, they totally fuck the entire economy and the entire sort yeah, of housing I, I just, sector and then they fuck off within a year and sometimes sacked and sometimes we're in prison. Yeah, well, sorry, that's terrible. I, I, I'd, I'd they say exactly. They loads of money. I mean, how, how daft and blind can you be? Sure, and I don't agree that you know the tech community is is you know a, a tremendous amount of fault. I mean, careful. It's, it's... It sounds it sounds a lot like you're seeing the Czech community, and uh, that could be racism. <laughs> um, Czech your Czech community. Yeah. Uh, 
but like the idea that you know the standard response from the hacker news crowd is to think that Silicon Valley entrepreneurs and technology businesses are being marginalized by society in the same way that immigrants or trans people are just shows you how fucking entitled and stupid fuckwits they are and how yeah, just probably. they're in such a complete bubble um, and it just makes me hate the tech culture and the geek culture so fucking much they're just ah, uh, it's not it's just how disconnected they are from reality so often um, and they think that you know being bullied in school for liking Star Trek means that they're seriously being persecuted. <laughs> or perhaps they should have been. <laughs> like, seriously, grow the fuck up. There are people with other problems. And but, but also, I don't, feel, I don't feel anything for people who are like, oh no, these terrible people are bringing loads of money into our town and they have their own bus because the, was it the Bay Area rapid transit is shit. I mean, that, that's... I don't honestly mm. think that's a problem. Sure, sure, but I mean, like, you're I not using your bus system. You're lucky, so therefore your bus system is a little less full. Come um, on. Yeah, but the roads are then. But yeah, the roads are full. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it it's a difficult issue, right? So, like, and there, there's there's good points is to it be made. Really? There, there are good points to be made, but you don't have to be shitty in the process of. You know, this argument doesn't have to descend into the idea that tech entrepreneurs are seriously being marginalised by society. Like that. Also, there's something be... wrong here because you're sort of suggesting, okay, on a Google bus, then that all the people sitting there are tech entrepreneurs. Aren't no, they they're just, not. Exactly. They're that's, just the, that's Asian exactly students right. who have come to work for Google for not very much money, who are probably, you know. Not having but, a great time as it is. Here's the thing: in this, it, like, I started reading into the hacking news thread, and somebody's like, "Oh yeah, engineers are second-class people." I mean, are you fucking serious? Like, I wish, I wish all, I wish I was paid as much as those second-class uh, people. Yeah, sometimes. like seriously, you know, there's there's lots, you know, like, they're second-class within Google, but they're not second-class anywhere else. <laughs> seriously, I get paid Third far class. more. I get yeah. paid far more than I'm worth. I get a job which is virtually recession-proof and usually quite interesting. You know, oh, let me just compare that with Jim Crow and apartheid. You know? <laughs> 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 fucking fuckwits. And uh, it, it, a, they, I'd like to see the documentary about it in the cinemas, actually, about um, the guys at Google. Documentary, is it? I'm, I'm not sure. Are they making a documentary about Google? Yeah, I think it's like <laughs> Owen Wilson and... Um, it's be like the social network. The intern. I thought that was one about Apple yeah. or something. No, about, no, no, there's one about Google. Well, it's one that's in Google. It's not just about Google, but, yeah, it's, it's not really... It's a comedy at the moment with um, Owen Wilson. And, is it Vince Vaughn? I'm not, not sure. And they become into... It's called The Internship. Oh, the Internship. The internship. Yeah, The yeah. Internship, yeah, at, the, at Google. Um, but it was released a while ago. How much interns at... Um, Yahoo were paid. It was like thirty thousand dollars a year um, yeah. at Yahoo to be a, to be an intern, which is like I think that's above the average wage in the US. I think to make were... coffee, it's pretty good. Oh, it's well, it's well above wage, way above, yeah. way above the average also, wage in America. Yeah, also they get their health insurance paid as well. Yeah, which is much more important, actually. Which is, which is a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Massive problem. 
Well, this brings on me to my other really big annoyance about health. Right, the reason why English people have bad teeth is because, on average, all of us have better teeth. Whereas in America, having good teeth is a sign that you have good health insurance and a good dental plan, as they call it. And that's why all rich people in America have sparkly white teeth. It's a status symbol, just like a Porsche is. <laughs> and they're all complaining about our bad teeth. On average, our teeth are much better, and therefore we don't have to have white teeth as a status symbol over here. So, <laughs> F you, dental fascism from America. <laughs> I've never okay. heard it described as dental fascism. <laughs> dental fascism. They just didn't have to put up with the National Health Service, and therefore a lot of them have better teeth. But I'm interested in that's dental fascism. No, um, no, only only the very well employed and very well people with the good benefits have good teeth. Well, a lot of people have benefits of some sort, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have good benefits, you have no medical cover at all. Which makes them slightly worse in the third world. Which I never understood that. But. I, I do like the fact that um, numerous people I know in the states have gotten um, married simply in order to get healthcare, and then I'm like, good to hear that they're they're getting married for the you know sanctified reasons that the religious right claim that people get married for, um, and that those reasons don't apply to gay people. Yeah, and, and, it, <laughs> well, and it's all this. It's all those gays who are who are who are messing up to you for the marriage and things. No, I'm perfectly in support of people getting married in order to get healthcare. If you know, yeah. that's this is a sensible thing to do. Um, it just kind of doesn't quite jibe with what Pat Robertson believes. Um, anyway, anyway should, we've should we... kind of got a. Uh, oh, we did have one other thing. Um, Go on, quick. Uh, 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 oh, Reddit. They have rules now. What? Reddit. What the everyone's, everyone's, everyone's favorite website, Reddit. I don't know who put this on the list, but somebody should talk about it because Reddit having rules is kind of hilarious. I'll sort of see you put it on the list. Who the hell, who the hell else reads Reddit? Okay, so. uh, to be fair, <laughs> I, 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 to be fair, the bits of Reddit I read, they don't need the rules because they're filled with sane people. Um, <laughs> It's not um, about the same level as like comments on YouTube. It's not something you actually. No, 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 no. Um, I read the. Uh, let's see, what do I read? I read Conspiratard. That's a great Reddit. Um, it's basically them taking the piss out of conspiracy theories. Um, I'm going to use that uh, word again see. in the future. Uh, enough libertarian spam. That's another great Reddit, which is just people bitching about libertarians. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, Oh yeah, NSFW IMA, which generally gets people coming along saying, "I had sex with a horse. Ask me anything." <laughs> Ouch! Can you ask the horse as well? Uh, I have a funny feeling that the horse may not have a Reddit account, but I'm sure that the horse probably has a Google Plus account. Yeah. <laughs> so do you end, end anyway, very no, so, so, so Reddit has rules now because. Um, they, they've had some problems with spam, um, so they now have um, f uh, five simple rules. Don't spam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it, Ed. There is one rule. They do explain. You can, you, can, you can click a little thing, and it tells you what is spam. So it says, you know, uh, not okay submitting only links to your blog or personal website. Okay, submitting links from a variety of sites and sources. 
okay, submitting links from your own site, talking with registers in the comments, and also submitting cool stuff from other sites. Not okay, posting the same comment repeatedly in multiple subreddits. Don't ask for votes or engage in vote manipulation. Um, this is after, uh, what was it, uh, quickmeme.com has been banned from Reddit um, for basically vote manipulation. Um, don't post personal information. Not okay. Posting a link to your friend's Facebook profile. Okay. Posting your senator's publicly available contact information. Not okay. Posting the full name, employer, or other real-life details of another Redditor. Okay. Posting a link to a public page maintained by a celebrity. It doesn't actually say anything about whether or not going through somebody's Facebook profile, extracting photos of them, and posting them up without any context of who they are is okay. But that might be because that might piss off the people in creep shots. One of Reddit's more awesome, um, by awesome I mean horrible, um, uh, uh, subreddits. Um, this next rule might be quite difficult for some of Reddit's users to, uh, to abide by. No child pornography or sexually suggestive content featuring minors. I don't see, like, most ordinary people would find that fairly easy. Don't post child pornography. But I'm sure that uh, the, the posters in r slash jailbait uh, may have some difficulty with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Actually, I, I, I must be fair, r slash jailbait has been closed. Um, but, of course, there are now 27 alternatives Sorry, to r slash Is this Reddit or 4chan? No, this is Reddit. This is Reddit. Reddit has some creepy fucking shit. If you so, I used to I used to go on uh, news groups uh, a while ago, and there's still actually one I regularly go on called Rec Doc Juggling. Uh, but there was all sorts of Rec Doc things, um, yeah. and uh, a lot of them just became unusable because nobody was following these these rules, as the, as Reddit is calling mm. them. Um, um, so, I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, um, I mean, the they're, last more, one is... they're more concerned about the usability of the site than the content of the site, I should say. Mm. Uh, the last rule is don't break the site or do anything that interferes with normal use of the site. Basically, oh, well, that proves my point then, yeah. Don't spam their API. Um, uh, of course, there are many... Also, I, I should not tar Reddit with all of the same uh, brush. There are many, many awesome, interesting Reddits which have tightly moderated communities and awesome people running them. Um, which kick assholes out and generally make life in you know make things better. Um, you have to hunt for them a bit, um, but yeah, it is kind of interesting that Reddit's added all these new rules. Um, uh, my my problem with Reddit actually is just the fact that so much of it is so fucking boring. Um, like a while back, there was a load of kind of controversy because the atheism section on Reddit. Um, was kind of misogynist, and there was uh, still is in lots of ways. Um, but they were, you know, somebody had posted a photo of them. You know, a, a teenage girl had posted a photo of herself holding um, uh, a Richard Dawkins book, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, I'd rape the shit out of her!" Wah! And then they pointed to a picture of a guy who'd done the same, you know, who posted the same thing, and said, "You know, oh, he didn't get the same treatment." And it's like the problem is is that holding a photo you know posting a photo of yourself holding up a Richard Dawkins book isn't interesting right it shouldn't be on fucking reddit it's not interesting um but yeah 
That's the problem well, with Reddit. It's too much I, shit post. I, I, memes. I, but it, it all comes down to just communities, and if you can find a community that that you feel a part of, you'll keep going back there, mm. even though even though there's a lot of you know rubbish which goes on there. Um, and if people find the community that they that they fit into and they go, don't get challenged too much, like those comments that you were just saying, um, it'll it'll continue and trundle along. Only until it gets challenged or there's standards bought yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, that's what killed a lot of it was um, when people wrote about uh, some of the behavior on Reddit and just exposed it to criticism from outside um, and kind of wrote about some of the people who were involved in things like creep shots and, um, you know, and, and people kind of then realized, fuck, you know, we ought to do something about that, but uh, it's a difficult one. Um, I, I'm glad to see that Reddit have added actually added some basic fucking rules on how to run. You know how you know have a very low bar of how to run uh, how the community <laughs> should acceptable run. Acceptable, yeah. Um, and uh, and and that's probably a good thing because actually it could be a really useful site if they could just get rid of some of the dicks and assholes. Well, I like and, Reddit. It sends it sends. A except, of course, in in r slash lady boners, where dicks are perfectly acceptable. <laughs> okay, we should definitely roll this. Gods, it's worse than some of my comments. Okay. It's slightly worrying that I know where that is. <laughs> I don't know what. I have literally no idea what to say after that. Uh, uh, let's just wrap this fucking night with the Yeah. Okay, so um, let's, keep, let's say goodbye to everyone. Uh, I'll say goodbye to. Uh, let's start with. Oh, I'll start with Tom Morris. Go on, Tom. Goodbye, and uh, be sure to check out Reddit. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, okay. I'm not sure if um, Natalia's with us still, is she? No, no Natalia has no, she's had to go. gone. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I'm sure she's the to subscribe for. Um, on her, well, I'll take away on her path. Um, Dave Eastman. And say goodbye. Uh, say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> look at my tablet. Try to remember the name. Nathan Ray. Nathan. Yeah. Okay. And yes. one thing I'm going to plug is the Pod Delusion podcast featuring Tom Morris this week. So that's my. Opinion. It it is quite good. Although they did censor my use of the word cock. <laughs> and if that doesn't get you interested in listening, oh, is that nothing will. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably going for a a, a clean tag on um yeah on iTunes. So yeah, be careful. Okay, we're not going anywhere near that. We're way, way past that. Explicit, so, uh, by the way. I'm going to say goodbye. Um, and goodbye on behalf of everyone. And hopefully we'll, we'll do this more regularly. Uh, I swear to you. Okay, thank you very much, subscribers. Um, if you're doing the show, then follow hashtag TechGrumps. And we'll be in touch. Or maybe not. All right, take care. Bye.